Hey, so we're recording a new episode of the Q Chat. And as I mentioned, the whole month of June, I am dedicating it to the Black Kings. So as you guys know, anyone that regularly listens to the show, I normally do the on the go so I can throw in some humor to break away from the monotony. So, of course, since it's the month that I'm dedicating to the Kings, I have my good friend, Mr. Marlon DeFillo. So he is my guest today for the on the go. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining me. And you're like my road dog. You're like the one that hit me to anchor. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hit you, you up with the one, too. You know, you did, you do, you're doing real good. I'm proud of you. You're doing really good. You know, I got that special love for you. So, like, oh, yes. We, so I'm happy we finally get to record together. So right. Like I, said, I just want to lighten it up, you know, because <laughs> I think the Q chat is even depressing me lately. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need a drink, like, now. Yes. I know for exactly. real. Yes. Like, so I just going want every, for real. So, like, we, you know, we're going to talk on the topics, but for anybody listening, you know, if you ready for something serious, like, this not the episode, you know, go back to some other <laughs> previous episodes. <laughs> we're trying to lighten it up. So, yeah. Obviously, you know, the protests are taking place. You know, we just can't catch a break. You know, I know you said it. I said it too. 2020 just, I need the warranty. Like, I don't know if it's in heaven or, you know, Jesus or St. Peter has the warranty for 2020. But just throw it I away. Just throw it away. Right. Like, what's the loophole? Like, or can we, like, you know, get the pill like in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> The red or the blue pill or something, or we need Will Smith right now. The little thing he had in Men in Black, because this is too much. I feel like Kobe just Kobe just took the whole year. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? But that's the good thing about it is we're halfway there. That's the only good thing you was say about twenty twenty. Like we're we're in June, right. we're almost the finish line. You know right, we are in June. I just hope that. I'm like, what is going to happen the next six months? <laughs> all I hope is that Trump is not listed as uh, next president again. What we knew is uh, if he does that, we are in trouble. I'm going to Wakanda. Right. You know what? Maybe that's the silver lining. Maybe that's like, okay, Lord, like this would be like the, the thing that'll just just turn 2020 around. Like that could be the silver lining that by December we could all be celebrating that, you know, November that he was knocked out the door. Like hopefully that yes. happens. But, you, but you're right, you know, if if he gets elected, that's gonna be like the cherry on top of 2020. And I will find Wakanda. I know it's supposed to be fictional, but in my heart, I feel like it's real. Yes. And, I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna get a passport. I'm gonna make one. Um, I'm right. I'm, there, out of here. I'm right there with you. We'll find some vibranium. We'll get some money. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I'm right there with you. For real, because I'm out. Like I'm, I'm just done. Like I will find Wakanda <laughs> if you know we can't find it. We all gonna get together like Marcus Garvey. We gonna build our Wakanda. Yep, I'm all that. I'm all that for sure. Cause yes, because this is. I mean, this year is ridiculous. So you know, obviously the protests are going on. The thing that's like amazing me with the protests is all of a sudden, you know, our counterparts, you know, some of you know our racist counterparts, they getting really bold on social media and they're joining the unemployment line now. <laughs> so like what do you think about that? Like I just I'm like, what is with all this boldness? Like, I mean, I know we got the, you know, the the supremacists in chief, but I think they just I don't know. I think they forgot how social media is social and people know how to screenshot and they're getting canceled left and right. Like, what do you think about that? It's like all these Karens are coming out of nowhere. It's like they know they're being recorded. They still act ass. Like, call you nigger. 
you know, saying, you know, you don't belong here or go back where you came mm. from. I'm like, who is you to check on me? Like, right, and they spitting in people's faces like we still in a pandemic. I mean, they taking it way far. It's like, what? Like, I just, it's amazing me. So out of like all of them, has there, has there been one that's been like the most shocking <laughs> for you? Oh, boy, it's like so many. Uh, <laughs> I will say the one that was the most shocking, we kind of touched on a little bit about the woman spit on, on the kid. That that one pissed me off. I'm like, okay, so it's one thing to curse me out, but if you just spit Mm -hmm. on me, that is the worst sign of disrespect ever. And you did that to me. You're a woman, nah, bro. Like I don't fight. I've never been fighting for my life. But that was the first time I was really strongly considered hitting a woman. Like seriously, because you you don't do that. I find that it's like the the Beckys and the Karens are like the main ones that want to spit on people. Mm -hmm. It's like. You know, the Kevins and the Ians, I, I can't think of like a real whitewashed male name right now. I'll think of one later. But like, <laughs> they like, <laughs> like they'll curse you out. You know, they got to throw on a nigga and all this bullshit. But mm-hmm. it's like the, the Karens and the Beckys, they got to take it to the next level and they got to spit in your face. It's like, really? Like, I just, I don't know, like, like, what what they think the whole spitting is like? Okay, let's let, let me do let me take it to you know the next level. Let me spit in their face, which is which is like the lowest thing. Yeah, no, no. I think about it. Probably Amy Cooper is really the one that kind of really pissed me off too. Mm. You know what I'm sick of? Just like with her, the lame apologies that they'll do afterwards. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, they got caught. That's why. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I'm not a racist. You know, blah blah. Like you know, you you racist. I don't want to hear it. It's all fake. That's the part I love the most. I'm not a racist. It's like, okay, keep that same energy you had when you were throwing out, you know, niggas and threatening black males that you're going to call the police knowing you were lying. You know, like, so if you're not racist, what are you? Exactly. So I'm not racist, but I have black friends to prove it. All right. Sure. Okay. Right. You have your token black friend, (laughs) which is probably your coworker, your black coworker. Probably. Probably said hi to in the hall. Yep. You don't have any black friends. Yep. Okay. So, you know, miss me with that. So, of course, you know, the bad part with the protest, too, the celebrities are, like, making some serious mistakes. You and I, for anyone that listens, of course, we're both New Orleanians, 504 all day, Mm -hmm. black and gold. But our freaking quarterback, Drew Brees, had to open his mouth (laughs) and put his foot in it, you know. So, of course, that was ridiculous. I mean... Here's my thing with Drew Brees. I had actually already canceled him before he started talking, but as I told you, I viewed Drew Brees as like, you know, we 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 not all perfect. I view him as the bu- the booty call, like you know, <laughs> he's useful during the, the football games, you know. So you know, I f's with Drew during the games, okay, until either he wins or loses, then you know, I put him back on the shelf after it's over because I already knew how he's he how he's sticking move, you mm-hmm. know. I mean look at I mean he was all hugged up with Trump I mean I know how he sticks and moves but this was just like on a whole different level and now I'm like completely done and now I was one of the people that had boycotted anyway the NFL for two seasons you know standing with cap I only decided to start watching again because of the Saints because I had gotten like you know I'm like okay I kept asking people after the games were over, what happened? <laughs> like, I was like, I'm standing with Cap. I'm like, the hell with the NFL. <laughs> but after Cap had did his little Nike ad, and I was like, okay, well, 
Cap did a Nike ad. They're showing it during the game. So that releases me. You know? mm. So I started watching again. But now I'm like, okay, I may have to. You know, I don't know how the heck it's going to play anyway during the pandemic. But I think I might have to join back and saying I'm done with this. What did you think just about the whole Drew Brees debacle? And did then have you canceled? It? Well, for me, um, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm not really a Saints fan. So <laughs> I got once you. this unraveled, I laughed my ass off. Like, I had so <laughs> much fun with that. I was texting people, tagging people, posting on Facebook. I'm like, get your quarterback. Like, this is that, that mm. that's your quarterback? Like, how on the Black Panther, this is your king? Like, that is this your king? <laughs> like, that's your boy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, people were uh, really uh, pissed off with Drew. And for me, like, you know, I'm not really a Saints fan. I, I admire Drew. He did a lot for the community, you know, especially after Hurricane right. Katrina. You know, putting this right. on the map. But once he took that picture with Trump, I'm like, yeah, bro, I, 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 have, none, I have no respect for you at all. I really don't. And right. the fact is that you play a, a sport predominantly with black people. And, mm. and it's like, you should have known better that a lot of your teammates have an issue with that. Now, I understand that, you right. know, oh, this is the president of the United States, once lifetime opportunity. Yeah, but that's Trump. So, Thank you. he took the picture. I'm like, you know what? Is what it is. Then once he made that statement about that he does not agree to anybody, you know, disrespecting the flag, whatever, protesting, I'm like, bro, like, mm. you still don't get it. Like, and once everybody got in his ass, like LeBron James, uh, Ed Reed, uh, Richard Sherman, mm-hmm. all these celebrities got in his ass, like, oh, I may have made a mistake. <laughs> right. That's when it dawned on him. It's like, it just, the thing that amazed me was the audacity of his cluelessness. And that's the thing that was disappointing, especially Drew from New Orleans. Yes. I mean, that's our city. I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't care who that offends, but we, I mean, come on, New Orleans? Yeah. <laughs> but you really can't be in New Orleans of all <sighs> cities and, and play these little games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if anything, like, bro, like, just say, you know what, like, to answer the question, like, I would only respect the flag because, you know, my grandfather fought in the war, but I understand those who may not feel the same way. Something like that. You know, we come off right. like arrogant like that, so disrespectful. So, yeah, just Drew, just, I don't know. He he should have known better, but it's, I'm kind of glad that everybody spoke up against him, even his own teammates. Like, look, bro, like, you know, right. what you did was wrong. And mm-hmm. once he apologized, like, through, the, through his post on Instagram, I'm like, all right, cool. And then he made a video. I'm like, all right, a little much, but okay, cool, whatever. But now I need to see some action. What you gonna do now? So thank you. See, my petty was on a hundred. So when he did like the the little lame post, you know, addressing it to Trump, like I had told you on your page, I'm like, that's your boy, text him, right? Like that's your role Facetime on. him, like, you know, put him on a Zoom exactly. call, talk to him like that, thank you, thank and record you. it so, so we can like, all see it afterwards. <laughs> Exactly. So don't entertain us now. Like you want to, you know, now join us. Like that's your boy. So it's like whatever. You know, like show us a screenshot of Yes. Yeah. So then I'd be a little moved. You know. So I was like, whatever. And then when he did the video, look into my eyes. It's like, bro. So I did want to ask you. So do you think he's very his his first post was uh written by him or his PR team? I don't think he wrote it. I mean, I think he may have. He may have proofread it. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't write that. Yeah, right. I feel the same way. Bro, like, that don't even sound like you. I really don't. I'm sorry. 
Exactly. Like he he called Olivia Pope, you know, whoever the real Olivia mm-hmm, Pope sure is, did. you know, asked her to fix it and she was like, I'm gonna handle it, you know. She's probably some sister out of Atlanta or something, you know, like let me write this for you. Like, oh no. He I, probably got with Toya too. <laughs> let Toya's people let, let exactly. people the people so I can write this apology to the black community. Let them know that I'm exactly. with you I, I I wasn't moved. I mean it's just it's just one of those situations where even when a person does apologize, it's kind of like you kind of can't erase the damage because it's like you've already seen something in them that you like, right. you know, like you just don't look at them the same anymore. I really think he should just, I've been, here's the thing before January when he was hugged up with Trump and everything, I've been wanting him to retire. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. I'm one of the few Saints fans who wasn't crying about, oh my God, the ref screwed us. No, Drew screwed <laughs> us. Okay. Like, if he had done his job solely, like, fully during that game, actually, the pass interference wouldn't have even been in. Thank God. So, you know, Somebody I'm, finally sees but it. I'm the, Somebody, you finally see it. But I'm the minority. So, you know, y'all don't, don't unsubscribe <laughs> because I'm spitting the truth. But I'm just saying we need to start being honest. Drew has screwed us on several occasions. Speak of so, facts. Speak of facts. Right. So I'm just saying because I don't watch the games and just forgive everything he does. I'm sorry. He's, he's messed over us a lot of times. We, I mean, so I'm like, whatever. We should have been in the Super Bowl this year. But, you know, no one wants to admit when he drops the ball or that the fact that he came back too quick anyway. Mm-hmm. Because my boy Teddy was doing a good job. And I really think, I didn't like how they treated Teddy after Drew came back anyway. So I wanted Drew to retire anyway. I feel like with all this that has taken place now, just retire. Because <laughs> you've already screwed New Orleans, God forbid. Even like I said, I don't know how the NFL is going to work with the pandemic, but let's, you know, in a perfect world, once they start playing again, imagine if he drops the ball again. And that's a pun intended. Imagine if he like <laughs> was getting a ring on top of what he said. I think New Orleans would go nuts. So, like, just hang it up and go. Nah, he ain't missing that money. He's like, nah, after all, See, I want my, my $20 million with, with signing bonus. I want all my money. So he ain't going nowhere. Exactly. Right. And that's why I just, I, I don't ask with him anymore. Like, I'm just, I'm <laughs> done. You know, I, I just, and then, you know, to even take it further, you know, Roger Goodell and his little lame statement. Yep. But he didn't mention cap at Facts. all. So I was just like, how, how, I just, I was really flabbergasted that he didn't, acknowledge cap that was his moment right there like i am sorry right you know like he didn't address him so i'm just like are you kidding me and then everybody else is like well well maybe they'll give cap a job now (laughs) i wish i was friends (laughs) with cap because i'd be like i wish y'all would come ask me to come work for (laughs) y'all Like, I wish your mother would come text me and be like, we sorry. Can you come back now after we've been with you for three years and screwed over you? Like, are you kidding me? I just feel like we just too damn forgiving. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'm just. No, you're you not. You, you know, I love him. I mean, all he had to do was say, you know, Colin, you know, I'm, I apologize. I didn't take your, your word. You know, you you meant well, but I was being ignorant. I didn't listen to you. But now I understand where you're coming from. Oh, that's all I was saying. You're back in the league. But right, and he did nope. none of that, <laughs> and that's where right. So that's why I'm like, whatever you dishing out now, I still don't want it. You know, I just and then like Jay Z when he made that comment, oh, we passed kneeling. No, we not. You know, like we are not past kneeling. I didn't agree with that statement, so I just kind of felt like 
people that should have directly apologized to Colin Kaepernick didn't mm. do it. And it really, really, really bothers me because unlike a lot of, you know, D-riders, I was actually a Colin Kaepernick fan before he showed his wokeness. Yeah. So for me, when he started kneeling, it was extra special for me because I'm like, damn, there's somebody I already respect mm-hmm. anyway doing this and I was 100% with him so that's why I did start boycotting because I was like screw this and I was happy that someone had finally taken a stand and it was just so bold what he did and I just have 100% respect for him I mean he's on a level to me with the Muhammad Ali's that was like y'all not sending me to Vietnam I'm not fighting like y'all don't respect me I don't think people even now you know because history is history but if people just understood the gravity of what he did years ago you know, so like I have full respect for Cap, but I just feel like y'all need to apologize to that man. You know, whether it be whether the apology would really mean anything at this moment, but at least acknowledge what he was trying to. Yeah, do. <laughs> I totally agree with that. So that's the part that really disgusts me. But I, I don't know, Roger Goodell and his NFL nonsense didn't move me. Yeah, <laughs> nice try, boss. Try again. That's how I feel. Exactly. So I'm like, I may be, you know, rocking with the NBA fully and solely. <laughs> you know, not that they, not that they don't have. Oh issues, yeah, it's true but... too. Yeah, they're trying to figure out if they're gonna come back or not. Right, but I'm like, I just the NFL is just right now is just canceled <laughs> for me in general. Like, I just got to see more action. You know, I just and not Roger Goodell too. Oh well, you know, Juneteenth will be a holiday now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But my question to you is, what would you like to see Drew do as far as action is concerned? I don't know, to be honest. That's a good question. Um, I honestly don't know. Like, maybe if he had a genuine conversation with... I know Shannon Sharp has said that Drew had contacted him and they, you know, chopped it up or whatever. I don't know. He would have to me, I think he would have to directly do something specifically to the city of New Orleans, you know, who love you, you know, I'm going to say past tense for a second because people were definitely oh, burning yeah. those jerseys. And throwing it away. <laughs> right, with no hesitation, chanting F Drew. Oh, that was, that was rough. So, right, like, I don't know. Drew, Drew may have to knock out, you know, my monthly <laughs> house payment or something. I don't know. Like, I just. <laughs> Petty. Like, I can't think of anything, honestly, at this moment. Like, I really can't. Like, you know, I'm not saying that. I don't know. It's just hard because of the whole situation and because we're seeing so many of our counterparts showing their slip, you know, like showing their little sheet, you know, and they're saying stuff that's like so racially insensitive. And I think that's the part that really hurt everybody, you know, that respected Drew to a degree. Um, But I don't know, honestly. But like I said, I'm kind of in a different category because I had already canceled. <laughs> you know? So when he made the statement, I was just like, because I had even wrote on my personal Facebook page, I'm like, Drew right. and Drew. So I'm like, y'all don't need to be shocked. You know, it was my thing. So I was just like, whatever. He can just keep it moving. So I really don't know what he could do. I mean, I'm just being totally honest. That's a good question. I mean, he definitely needs to think of a way to redeem himself, but I honestly cannot think of how he can I do it. I think he should do is go to the next protest, wherever, whenever it is, and wear a uh, Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Hmm. That could be a thought. He needs to do something. I mean, I just... I, I think that know. would, like, really forgive, like, forgive a lot of people. Forgive him if he does something like that. 
just for him to show that he's sincere, he definitely needs yes. to do something. Because I know um, there's this country music star. I think her name's Natalie Grant. I was scrolling past um, her yesterday, and she said that she's some type of, um, I think she's a country music star or whatever, but she was saying that she lost a lot of quote-unquote Christian fans after she stood up and said Black Lives Matter. I'm like, but at least she stood her ground and you know I'm like okay like the the group Lady Annabellum they changed their name they're like okay they didn't really take in the gravity of the fact that Annabellum associates with slavery so now they lady <laughs> okay cool <laughs> at least they did something you know so I don't know like that's a good question I know his wife um, Brittany Breeze you know came in in the clutch and tried to clear it up, you know, and her little message, oh, she have tears in her eyes or something. Miss, yeah, I, mean, yeah, miss me with I that. don't care. You know, like, it's just whatever. And I, I think the thing that probably trips everybody out the most is, y'all in New Orleans, y'all been around enough black yep. people <laughs> at this point. I think that's what the core of it. Like, you guys should have known better. So it just makes you wonder about certain people that quote-unquote smile on our face you know, and act like they down with us, like, okay, and that's why it's like, everybody's showing their true colors now, and that's the thing I think that's bothering mm-hmm. everyone. I agree wholeheartedly. It's just crazy, you know, but me personally, like I said, I'd already canceled them, so th- it's gonna just be interesting to see what happens, but not everybody, you know, is quick to forgive mm-hmm. him over this, so I don't know, and I actually haven't heard a peep from him since that lame <laughs> video, like, look into my eyes, you know, sounding like an R&B song, you know, like, look into my eyes, you know, like some Joey B song or something. He's That's terrible. <laughs> He's terrible right now. That's my thing. So, obviously, with the protests going on, as we mentioned, everyone is just, you know, showing their true colors. People are just, just speaking way out of term. So, Candace Owens, Candace Owens, she who I think is like the black Tommy Lauren or whatever, she's just been all over the place saying all these things about the victim, George Floyd, which I think is ridiculous. And she keeps trying to, you know, do a blame the victim type of thing. I just really wish she would stop talking. Um, What's your take on her? Because I'm just totally done with her. Not that I was ever with her to begin with, but I'm just over this chick. I'm right there with you. I'm like, what What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to just, you know, just mm-hmm. draw attention to yourself just because? Just like, you that bored? Like, come on, man. Just can't. This just canceled my mind. Just go ahead. You know, you should. It's really sad. She's a disgrace. And I'm with you. Like, what? what is her motive? You know, like, what? what's your end goal? You know, I don't think she even yeah, has yeah. I think she just wants attention for sure, but just like that's not the way to go about it, honey. <laughs> like you have so many ways you can go about getting attention, but not like that. I think Dave Chappelle put it perfectly, you know, in his surprise special, you know, that he did yesterday, um, A forty six. And let me just say, like Dave Chappelle, when I say I love him, he is like my favorite comedian. Um, but he said something pointed. He's like, if I have to go that mm. far <laughs> to make money, you know, like, it's just really sick. I just feel like, why do you have to throw your whole race under the oh bus? Oh, my God. I know I read one you of know. her tweets. So she says, according to his website, Black Lives Matter, Inc. is not a charity. It is a full-fledged corporation that does not have any locations. So can someone please tell me where the hundreds of millions of uh, Black Lives Matters has raised goes to? Can someone tell me where it's located and why? See, 
know what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, why is she going out of her way to discredit this movement? And that's the thing. I'm like, is it that important for her to be accepted? I guess what um, to, to what Trump supporters, what? Or, you know the. The, the supremacists and cheat exactly like is that is that her goal to be accepted by them like I don't I just don't get it and you know I put her in a category of and I don't know if you've seen this a lot I'm seeing a lot of people our people that's making a lot of posts um discrediting Joe Biden right now let me <laughs> here's my thing with Joe Biden Joe Biden could come in my house right now Slap my three kids, steal my money, um, cut off my power. I still gotta <laughs> vote for him. Okay, like me and Joel just have to work it out in the next four years or eight years. Yes. I have to vote for him. Is my thing. Like there is no other option. So it is what it is. Joe Biden could say some nasty stuff about my family. Me and Joel just gotta <laughs> work it out in some mediation in the next four years or eight years, God willing. But I can't not vote for him so like i put her in the same category as some of us that's trying to sabotage him i just i don't like what what's the goal because i've seen a lot of people that i know that's like well joe biden blah 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 it's like okay i mean i get it to a degree but it's like what is your end goal are you trying to say vote for trump or don't vote at all because not voting is voting for donald trump so like i don't i'm just so confused (laughs) I really need some clarity. Have you come across any people like that that's going down a list trying to say, you know, things about Joe Biden and, you know, like, I don't know what they, what, what it is, what are they trying to tell uh, us? So basically, I've seen it on my time on occasion. I've just seen more people who are Trump supporters kind of bash Joe Biden. Now, as far as our people is concerned, mm-hmm. people kind of like, you know, where we are is like, we don't like Biden, but at this point, we have to, we have to vote from anywhere because we do not want Trump back in office another four years. So that's where we are at this point because, right. I mean, yeah, like I agree. I'm not a huge Biden fan either, but I'm a much, right. much, much worse fan of Trump. So I'm with you. You know, he can come to my right. house, take everything, you know, ride me clean. I still vote for him, you know, just. Exactly. He could come in my house and pull a Jodas. He can take <laughs> my money, my house, and my car. And I'm like, I gotta vote for her. Like, I'm sorry. Like, right. You can, you can take my wife. You can take my kid. And like, all right. Like, keep voting. Keep exactly. voting for me. Like, yeah. like let me. Right. Can I please FaceTime my children? Like, can I see that they're, you know, being fed? Because it's like, yeah. are they eating their proper meals? <laughs> Exactly. Can they right. ID me, please? Like, you know, this is what it takes. I mean, we'll okay. work it out <laughs> exactly. Can I see them on the weekend? Like, you know, what I gotta do? Write them a letter. I write. I write a letter. I write a letter. Thank you, because I mean, we have got to get this man out of office. I mean, I even posted the other day um, a meme. It was like a bunch of like rednecks saying, "Well, you know, if you don't vote." You're allowing these people that. to select yep. the president. Man, I even have somebody, but I even have somebody comment, well, what about that electoral college? I'm like, oh my God, like, so now we got to go back to civics class. I'm like, yes. the both still count, though. You know, so I'm just like, I just don't understand. I just think, I don't know if some people just, they're not educated of, what, of what's going on, or they've just given up, you know, or as a combination of it all. But I'm like, we need to get this man out of office. And I'm like, we do have to vote. I mean, I don't know. It's just a very strange situation right now 
this thing people some people have given up and I know someone mentioned to me that some people are like well they're they're gonna vote for him because of the freaking stimulus I'm like what is that gonna do (laughs) that's what I'm saying like $1,200 was not enough to make me say yeah like what $1,200 it's like what that really that's a scary thought that is that you're worth. I mean, $1, the best you can do is maybe pay a couple bills here and they're like, that's not enough for my, my mortgage check. I mean, come on now. Like it's not it's not enough for mine either. Yeah. I'm like, that don't even cover my house no. So I was like, I mean, I'll, I'll I take like, it, I'll take it, like but less than that, you know. That's sufficient, you know. Exactly. Exactly. I'll take whatever dishes out, but there's he, there's nothing he could do that no. would make me sell. Mm, you know what? Never, I could never, go with four more. No, no. <laughs> there's nothing he could do. So, like I said, I just I don't get it. I don't understand Candace She's Owens. Canceled. I don't understand canceled. what's her purpose. She. It's just a shame. I just I don't I don't get it. You know, I, I'm like who are her, who is her family? Like, are they like looking Probably. at her shame? I would own her. Like, I, I mean, I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because I mean, the, do they nope. still invite her to any type of cookouts? Mm-hmm. Is she on a family Zoom shame. meetings? Because nah, she I'm isolated. Totally confused. Right. I just think she's like really sad and just ugh, I don't know what to say. So, obviously, you know, with the protests going on, you know, like I said, this is a crazy time. I just feel like we can't win. Like, 2020 is insane because there's the pandemic, which I think yep. a lot of people mm-hmm. have forgotten about. <laughs> it's like, every time I see the videos, you know, with the protesters, and don't get me wrong, I don't knock it at all. I'm like, yeah, protest. I mean, what else can we do? I mean, obviously, when someone brought up every peaceful protester has not gotten has yeah. not gotten far unfortunately in in the history of time so yeah it is what it is so they doing what they need to do i don't knock them at all as long as they vote in november yes Godspeed, you know but when but when i look at the videos i'm like whoa um that's a ton of people with no yeah. masks on <laughs> and i was not social distancing so i'm kind of confused with the coronavirus yeah, oh, like no. is it still here <laughs> I'm so confused because I'm like, what? I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm still quarantined and actually like I only leave my house when I have to pick up something and it's, it's always curbside situations. Like I don't, I, I really don't go anywhere. Like I really don't. I only leave to do curbside things. I don't get out the car when I go places. So I'm just like, is this going to really, is I'm just confused. I'm just feeling like, okay, this is obviously going to spike the cases, which I've heard reports all week that a lot of states, you know, cases are spiking. I even heard New Orleans, like I think that. it was like, what, 400 yeah. new cases? Yeah. So, I mean, what's your take on just the whole people not social distancing and kind of not wearing masks? Like, I think right now people are just so, that? like, over this whole quarantine thing. Like they're over COVID nineteen. They're just tired of being at the house all day, every day. And once you know phase one kind of opened up a little bit, people lost their mind because so finally some freedom, you know. But they're not taking that precaution of when they're sure. wearing the mask or being six feet apart. They're just so focused on just being out and about with people, like not you know just you know be home by themselves or with a significant other. They're actually with other people, like they made their friends or family, or the case may be. So. Yeah, I also think just you know the right. fact the whole George Floyd thing making headlines, it kinda put the COVID nineteen thing in the back burner. So but yeah, I have definitely. actually talked to um 
my frat brother, he actually went to the protest in New Orleans um, last week, and he had mentioned before that when he was out there, a lot of people were wearing masks. They were being now the fact the whole six feet thing. Mm, of course, that was good, but they were wearing masks, which I thought was a good thing. So even though they're not, Thank you God. know, all necessary precautions, at least they're doing something at least. So yeah. Because that's the thing that I'm just like, you know, whenever I see people protesting, I'm like, please be safe is all I'm thinking. Because like I said, I definitely, I don't, I don't knock them at all. Like, I think it's been great, actually, even certain things that people are looking at in a negative way, like, oh, some people are vandalizing things. I mean, I'm not saying, hey, go out and vandalize things, but people are upset and this has been going on for too long. The thing that... I wish that more people would understand and which is why I made a post on Facebook like the other day just listing some of the racist things I've experienced just because I actually had a few white friends message me like oh how are you doing are you okay and I'm like uh, I feel the same way I feel 365 mm-hmm, yeah. days a year you know just like um, George Floyd is not the first person you know unfortunately for this to happen to which is why everyone is enraged so that's the only thing I just feel like some people don't understand why we're like upset like they get uh, they get only a portion of it you know so I don't know that's why whenever I do see people protest and I've seen some of my favorite celebrities out there and I'm like yeah. they need to put a mask on you know so that's the only thing you know like I know um New Orleans it seems like it's on a smaller scale than like these other cities because some of them it's like you see like thousands upon thousands of people like huge crowds so I'm like oh my god you know I'm like I just hope that they're being safe like I would just hate for some of these people to end up with this virus you know in the next few weeks it's just my fear for them you know because I think they are doing a good thing you know and things are working slowly but surely you know I mean they passed the Breonna Taylor law the officers You know, which I don't, doesn't make any sense to me, you know, but I'm like, okay, something is happening. It's just, yeah, it's just, they were saying her uh, (laughs) report was saying it was all like blank, like then, like, fill the information out in that report of her being murdered. Like, how surprising are we? I mean, come on now, what'd you expect? (laughs) The cops were going to cover them as much as they could, right. Right, it's true because I follow um the attorney Benjamin Crump on Instagram and he posted it and it's it's blank. It's like four pages of blank nonsense. <laughs> it's just like what? I mean, there's nothing even in the description area. There's nothing it's just, like they. Yeah, nothing. it's just it's the worst. You know, it's really sad. I mean, and then the sadder part is the fact that she's just getting attention with what happened with her there's even you know the case with the poor um boy that was killed years ago you know at school oh and they found his yeah body in the gym mat. and yeah and he was mutilated and everything and that's still just starting to get more traction in the media and that happened years ago so you know it's just I don't know. This is a strange time period, you know, and I know one thing that we kind of touched on when we were trying to, you know, come up with the topics for our episode. So anyone that will look at Marlon's page has a beautiful, oh, just the cutest you. little child ever. Like, <laughs> so cute. And I mean, I just wanted to get like your perspective. Just, I know I just kind of felt like, cause I have two, um, I have three kids, but I have two sons, one who's 19. And, you know, I had to have that conversation with him when he started driving I was like, look, 
And we live in Slido. Yes. You know, it's just a whole different machine. I lived in New Orleans for 30 years, but I've been out here. And, yeah. you know, that's a whole different episode with about yeah. how it is on the North Shore. So, you know, I did have a talk with him like, hey, you know, the police ever pull you over, do not move. I'm like, don't budge at all. Like, wait till they approach the car, but don't move, you know. And I would be like, are you sure your registration, your insurance is in the glove box? Like, make sure that you can access it. You know, because I was afraid. I'm not going to lie. Like, I just was really yeah, nervous when he started driving and, you know, going out and about because I kept thinking, well, what if somebody pulls him over? They're not going to mm-hmm. see what I see, what I know, you know, so it, it's scary. So, like, what's your thoughts, you know, having a, a young child? Because ironically, when I had my 19-year-old, he was born the year of September 11th. And I remember when um September 11th happened. He was born in April, and I remember, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, I just brought a child into a world like this. Like, I felt kind of, I had, a, I felt sad, you know, because you know, I'm like, I don't want my child to have to deal with certain things. And then, ironically, fast forward 19 years later, this is happening. I really can't believe, you know, my son has to view this. So, like, what's your thoughts, you know, just knowing that you have a, you know, a young, beautiful black child, and he's going to grow into a world like Man, this? Tough. Like, just Man, what it's crazy. Think? So right now my son is seven months and I've taken some time to like mm-hmm. meet different like black well friends of mine who are fathers and say, Hey, when have you had a conversation with your son about race? Because, you know, I think it's important to have that conversation with right. them, understanding that not everybody's different. And uh, there's this time period for sure. And like you said, it's just, it's tough out here, man. Especially if you have a black kid, I mean, him start driving, that's scares the hell out of me because even the thing that really pissed me off with the whole George Floyd thing, I was even picturing like, my son in that position. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of scared the hell out of me. I'm like, wow, that can even be my right. son just being, you know, abused by the police, you know, wrongfully murdered in front of people. It was like, I just, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all I can really do is. is take one day at a time with him, you know, treasure each moment with him. But once he gets older, like as a mm-hmm. teenager, had a real serious conversation with him, look, man. You know, people will look at you differently because it's called your skin. I mean, just the way it is. You know, you get put up by the cops, same thing. You, you can't fight the cops. You, you just can't do it. Because actually, uh, my dad mm-hmm. was a retired police officer right. uh, 30 years, and he, and he always told me, it was like, you can never win with the cops. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just, it's, you, you just can't do it. So, right. well, they say you just do it. You may hate it. It, it may suck. But I'd much rather pick you up from a police station than have to bury you in the box. You know? Right. And that's a lot coming from your dad, because anybody from New Orleans that tunes in, you know, we all know who Marlon DeFillo is. We have much respect for him. But for a police officer, for a police officer to even say that, it's just, wow. You know, I just, I don't know. It's kind of like, I can't even really put it into words what I think. Like, it's scary, you know, and even my son, like, during the pandemic, you know, like, he'll sit outside in his car. And I even told him, like, yeah, like, right, right. be careful. You know, it's like, be careful just sitting in the driveway. Because I'm like, who knows what will happen? Like, if the police drives through the subdivision and they, I, I mean, it's just scary to, to think that way. But I did tell him, like, mm, hey, just be right. careful when you're sitting in there. You know, like, which is crazy that I have to tell my child to watch how he sits in his vehicle yeah. and I driveway. You know, but... I'm like, it just seems like they're losing their minds. And I mean, just like they had the video with the kids in Atlanta, you know, the college students, and they dragged them out the car and stuff. It's like, right. I mean, and then it was so sad because there was a story later, a reporter was interviewing the two kids and like the young guy, 
he couldn't even talk, you know, because he was so hurt and traumatized over what happened. And I'm like, man, like, I don't know. It's just very scary. I just, I never would have thought that my kids in this generation would be dealing with stuff that our grandparents and great grandparents experienced. Cause it's like, that's what's happening. So it's just, you know, it's really sad. I just hope that that's why, like I said, I do not knock the protest. I'm just, I'm hoping that we get something out of it. I mean, but the only sad thing is people are still racist. They showing their colors every day and, I don't know. There's no way to change a racist only, you know, I guess maybe for the next generation to know better. I don't know, but I don't know. In a perfect world, hopefully things will just have some level of a difference so that, you know, when your child gets older and my 11-year-old gets older that they don't have to, you know, this would just be something they can look up in a history book is my prayer, but I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I think the actually working because, you know, they press more charges on Derek. uh, Mm -hmm. I would kill George Floyd for sure. And also too, I kind of feel like you kind of see who right. your friends are that are white. You can kind of, you can definitely see who's really mm, down with you. Because right. yeah, people reached out to me. Some white friends of mine reached out saying, hey, "Are you okay? You know, I understand what's going on. You know, I'm here to help you. Whatever you need, you know, I'm just I'm here to listen. Like, oh, that was dope. And then yeah, the cameras of the world, you find out who really are right. you know strictly racist. So at that point, you block them. You know, <laughs> that's how I look at it. Right. That's definitely been my thing. I feel like, good, I see, you know, who's really down and who's not, you know, because I have friends of all colors, you know, and it's like with this situation, too, like I see which ones are are sincere and which Mm -hmm. ones have been crickets, haven't said a word, you know, I mean, really, you know, so it's just been really ridiculous, but that's that's been one silver lining, Mm -hmm. like we get to see people for who they are, (laughs) and and that's always a plus, whether it's good or bad. Seeing people for who they are, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. so now we know how you stick and move. Absolutely. <laughs> we can keep it moving, too. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Blessed and blocked. <laughs> so, so, to move on and to lighten up a bit, so there's this big thing in the media. As we've mentioned, people who will listen to this episode, we've mentioned this beautiful place, this lovely fictional place that, you know, a lot of Black people we dream about, which was <laughs> real, it's called Wakanda. <laughs> yes. It's from one of my favorite movies in the world, Black Panther. And let me tell you, when Black Panther first came out, I had the flu, right? <laughs> this may not this may not be a good thing to say during the COVID-19 situation. Oh, so I went to the movie with the flu, right? Because I, well, I'm going to just be real. Like, when Black Panther, when they first started yes. talking about it, and I, I'm a Marvel head, you know, I love superheroes. So when it was like, they they, they coming up with a Black superhero, they're going to make a movie. I was like, what? So, like, even when in the Avengers, you know, when they show T'Challa finals, yes. 2.9 seconds, yes. I'm just, like, all for it. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. So, I had been waiting for Black Panther for the longest. <laughs> I ended up getting sick the freaking week that Black Panther was going to be released. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to see this movie. So, I, I went that Thursday. Didn't even go to work that day. I was sick. But I was like, okay, I'm still bringing my sick behind to the theater. I was too sick to yep. put my African whatever. But some people was doing it. But I was just like, when I say I was in love with that movie, I never forget at the end, too. So I went with um, my daughter because my two sons had went with their okay. dad at a, in the same theater but at a different time. So it was me and her watching it. And the very last scene, you know, when the ship comes down or whatever, and the little boy's like, who are you? And then he just smiles at him. I'm like grabbing my daughter. I'm shaking her. I'm like, ah! I'm like, I love this movie. I love this movie. I'm just 
God, it was the best movie I've ever seen. So, like, and at the time, I was working in payroll. I was the only black person in my department. They all knew, though, to just give me my respect with Black Panther because that whole weekend, I was, like, flooding my timeline. Somebody even joking me that money. <laughs> well, Shrana, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> because it's like, I had flooded everything about it. People knew, like, me and a few black people yes. working whenever yes. we walked by with each other, we did the Wakanda for everything. Like, everybody knew that was my thing. So, I'm obsessed with Black Panther, and everybody else who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Michael B. Jordan, because if I was on Wakanda, I probably would have got eggs out anyway, because I was all down with Killmonger. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, you know, is this your king? I'd have been like, no. You know, like, <laughs> you know, but anyway, that's another story, but the big thing in the media now is, which I heard this is actually not true, but they were saying at one point and scared a lot of us Black Panther fans that Beyonce was actually going to be in the movie as Storm. I actually was one of the people that was not feeling that. Right. Not, like I said, I'm hearing that that was not even true. I was kind of saying, like, what uh, do you I don't think, think about that. Because I was even thinking about it. Like, okay, Beyonce, I like her. As an actress, I think she's okay. She's not great, but I think she's okay. But for that role, to play in Black Panther 2, like, nah, bro, I just, I just, I can't see it, like, Storm is this, you know, this feline, like, this fierce, right. like, hero, like, you know, just, I just can't see it with her, I was thinking maybe, like, you know, your girl, um, Takia Scepter, is how you say her name, I thought, I thought she'd be a good, uh, Storm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beyonce just, yeah, boo-boo, like, just not this one, like, <laughs> you you do the soundtrack if you want. I know she's not, she's not doing that, supposed right. to, but like do the soundtrack. You know that's cool, but just actually, like <laughs> being in the movie, being storm, nah, bro. You could be an extra. You know, I'm saying, boo, but no, boo, boo. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No. I mean, my thing with Beyonce, and like I said, yeah, I'm course. not in a beehive, but I do like some of her songs. Okay, but I'm not. In a, I just I'm not in a beehive, and I mean, like I said, I like Beyonce, but I always specify I'm not in a beehive. Meaning, I'm not about to go attack people online, you know, for her. Like I just think that's kind of crazy. So, like you know, I, I am a fan of hers. I mean, I've actually yeah. seen her in concert. Like she's an amazing performer. Yeah. But Black Panther, no. Okay, first of all, and we are from the south, but she has a very thick southern accent and. Anybody want to get mad at me saying that? Look, I am from New Orleans, okay? Like, <laughs> trust me, I, I can baby or whatever. I just, it is what it is. I mean, and I, hell, I cringe I get it too. when I listen to my podcast recordings, but I don't see how you and Wakanda talking like, you know, <laughs> we can't bring Houston to Wakanda. It's not going to work. So I don't want, I don't, I'm not feeling it. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe she would try and do that. That was bad, too. And I'm, I love the Lion, Lion King. King. <laughs> I love my favorite movie as a child. And to hear her voice as not, I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, this really hurt my heart. <laughs> like, I was so excited to see this movie, you know, like, right. And just to hear her, this whole thing was messed up, I thought, as a whole. I was just like, this. It was yeah, unnecessary. It, it, it in my opinion. I'm like, why up, are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, just Beyonce. Just I, like, I love her. Just not not in this role. Like you can play be you can play Storm with Jay Z. Got role play. Do that in your private bed. Do that, but don't do it. Yeah, do that at home. Right. Exactly. Do that at <laughs> home. You know, pull up the partition, please. And y'all, you know, but no, you don't have to do this. Don't mm-hmm. please don't do it. Don't even drive past the set. And anybody that wants to be like, oh, she hating on Beyonce, please. I'm one of the few people that actually had no issue with her covering uh, a Frankie Beverly and yeah. May song. And you know, that's like a no no in New Orleans. 
okay, even I gave her that. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can get down with this particular version of the song. So I'm like, give me that, okay, for anybody that's like, well, you I thought it was good. Like, I mean, people still true. second line to it, okay. and they still need the bus stop to it, so yeah, people are. Right, because I'm telling you, I was at an event one time. Now, I think I may have had one drink. And that song came on. I was like, oh, wait a minute now. I was all in it. So I was like, okay, like she won me. So I was like, give me a break. So no one can just sit there and say I'm biased against Beyonce. I'm not. But this is Black Yeah. Okay, this is Wakanda. Okay, like Wakanda forever. Like we, you know, we cannot tarnish that movie. And I just... I really need them to come on with this movie. I don't know what's going to happen now with the pandemic. I mean, I'm so sad. I mean, even Insecure, my favorite show in the world, the finale is tomorrow. And it already took two years for them to do season four. So now there's a pandemic. And I saw Issa Rae. I was I was watching um, Angela Yee's actually podcast. And they asked her, well, what, what was she thinking about, you know, the pandemic? And she was like, well... If no one else is working, I won't be either. She's like, I'm not leaving either. I'm not leaving my house either. And she's like, and then when people start leaving, oh, she's she, she playing with y'all for most part. Like, yeah, <laughs> so, bro. Season five will be on hold. <laughs> right. Sis not about to. Right. She's like, I really want to do, you know, finish season five, blah, blah, blah. But sis not in no rush to leave. And I don't blame her, you know. So who knows probably. when we're going to be right now, I'm probably 2022. So, Boy, it's it's a crazy, it's a crazy show. Not for, it's not for everybody, but it's it's addicting to say the least. I love the show because I'm like like Issa says, she rooting for everybody. Like I like stand for Issa Rae. Like I root for everything that she's in, <laughs> um, except for Little. I wasn't a big fan of that movie, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I um I was actually I've been watching her ever since Misadventures, the awkward black girl. Like when she started on her YouTube show, and, and the episodes are like two three minutes. But I always really loved her, and I'm like she really is my inspiration because she started you know, from YouTube and look at her now. So, like, she's really one of my inspirations. So, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I am biased with Insecure. Like, I love that show. Like, you know. But I'm like, man, we don't have anything to look forward to movie-wise or TV show-wise. Yeah, no, it's so depressing right now. As I anything. said, just throw 2020 away, bro. Just throw it away. Right. I mean, in 2020, I just, I don't know what to say. Like, remember what year was that? I think that was what? 1997 and 98 where remember when all the celebrities were dying and it's like everybody was like oh well it's you know like we had like the little term like everybody was dying so man I got right right like I'm gonna show y'all something right in January because I think and that's right and ironically that's how I started the whole on the go segments because Kobe had died and I'm like there's no way yes. in hell we cannot talk about this and we did our first on the go the day we found out the news that he passed and I was still in shock you know but we waited till like the end of the segment you know but we had to talk about it obviously yeah. in that birth the whole on the go concept because it's like okay we have to do these bonus episodes where we you know talk about what's going on because it would just be yeah absolutely. insane and impossible yeah, not to address hard, it you know? so so 
Right. So I just feel like once Kobe left us, that was that was it. It's like 2020 just couldn't redeem itself. It was just like even even February Bruh, said, hold my then, head. Like I'm a child. Then continues on and on. <laughs> so, and it's like got Trump. This is got crazy. These killings. It is, bro, it's just horrible. Right. So I, like I said, I don't know what to do. I've just been <laughs> podcasting and chilling. <laughs> Quarantining. Yes, because we all need to be safe. So I don't know. So just to wrap up everything, you know, all I can say is, I don't know. We got to find ways to just stay positive. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a. uh, So you're working. I drive uh, um, tanker trucks in uh, Gonzales, Louisiana. So I'm still working like five days a week. So I'm I'm essential, as you you would say. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. So, hey, so all my essential workers is definitely be safe. I mean, for the rest of us that's quarantining, I know I have a oh, few friends. Them. They're actually going to start going back to work next week. Um, you know, since phase two. Yeah, since phase two is starting. So, you know, whoever's listening, wherever you are, I just want everybody to be safe. You know what I always say, go love yourself. But before we go, I want Marlon to give everyone his contact information because he's also the host of the Day Late Dollar Sharp podcast. Like I said, they hooked me up, put me on <laughs> on how to record a little better, and I'm super grateful. So we're at uh, on Facebook, Day Late Dollar Sharp podcast. We also have a uh, Facebook group, too. We uh, pretty much talk a lot on different topics, you know, whatever guys feeling, we're on that thing too. On Instagram, Daily Dial Short Podcast. Um, yeah, we're just here, just grinding it out, having fun with this podcast. You know, we really enjoy it. You know, I'll be seeing you do your thing on your podcast, so I'm proud of you. You know, you got your thousand followers, so girl, I'm so proud of you, girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, hey, we're uh, the little podcast world. We, you know, we all love what we do and we just try to be a silver lining. You know, hopefully, you know, we help people and keep them positive, give them a distraction, something, you know, (laughs) with everything going on. So I think definitely us podcasters, we are definitely serving a role for sure, you know, just to keep everybody happy. So, but thank you again. Like I said, I really appreciate you. I do not like, forget how like I forget how we started just chatting and you mentioned yep. anchor and I'm mm-hmm. like let me That's the way because <laughs> God knows God knows I was struggling with my little podcast at first. Man, you, you got it and you ran with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I did. I took that ball and I took it going. I, I did what Drew <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, you didn't the drop ball. the ball. You <laughs> dropped it. <laughs> Right, right. So thank, thank you. you again. I really appreciate it. I definitely have fun doing the on the go. So for everybody listening, you know what I'm going to say. Wherever you are, make sure you go love yourself. You and thank you for listening to the Q Chat. <laughs>